Welcome to CPO Open Mic, the podcast series that brings you experts in procurement. Feline CPO Mike Schiappa sits down with leaders all over the industry to chat about their areas of expertise, passions, and a lot more. Tune in to every episode each month by following Mike on LinkedIn. Hello, everyone. Mike Schiappa here, Chief Procurement Officer at Beeline, and welcome back to the podcast series, CPO Open Mic. Today is a special episode on the podcast where I will be interviewing our CEO, Doug Levy. Today, Beeline announced a material strategic investment from Stonepoint Capital. The purpose of this special episode of CPO Open Mic is to hear straight from Doug on what this really means for Beeline. I'm thrilled to have you on today, Doug, on the podcast, and I can't think of a more exciting reason to do this with you, so welcome. Thank you, Mike. It's uh, very exciting indeed, so appreciate you hosting me. Awesome. All right, let's get right into it. Okay. This is really such an exciting day for Beeline and the industry. It's been nearly four years since Beeline was acquired by New Mountain Capital. Now, Stone Point Capital enters the arena. What was the driver for this investment and why now? Thanks for that question. I think first let's pause and reflect on the last four years with New Mountain Capital. They've really been just an outstanding partner. And while they challenged us a lot in the early days, they also provided a lot. And I'm, I'm grateful for that. Uh, we're a far better company today than we were then. And, and that leads into the answer to that question of why now? You know, when you think about where the industry is, with almost 50% of the workforce coming from the uh, non-full-time labor category and the great resignation, the labor shortage, wage inflation, remotability, all these different factors. Our industry is finally getting its due. And I think there's a spotlight on our industry and, and that's good for all of us. But why it's important for us to go after the investment is we're very happy with where uh, we are positioned from a product perspective, from a service perspective. And, you know, it's time to accelerate and that added investment will enable us to focus in on the initiatives that we've already endeavored to accomplish and to bring speed into the equation. So that's the primary uh, reason. Okay, that's great. NMC is still going to continue to remain on as a, an investor within our portfolio as well. Is that correct? Yeah, thanks for bringing that up. I forgot to mention that, but that's exactly right. And, and look, I'm very flattered by that because, as I've said, they've been a tremendous partner but they didn't want to exit completely. They knew it was time for additional investment. And they supported us uh, tremendously in that endeavor, but also wanted to stay on with us. So I'm sitting in the enviable position of best of both worlds. We're going to get some new eyes from folks that really understand our industry and are excited about it, as well as the comfort of working with people who have been so instrumental in our transformation. Yeah, it's really powerful to have two companies like that on the private equity side being part of our family. So that's great. Really exciting. Thanks. Why, why was the private equity route and remaining an independent technology the right choice for Beeline now? It's an interesting question because I'm, by nature, a corporate guy. Almost the last 25 years I've been in corporate America. I had some illusions about private equity. We've heard horror stories and we've heard good stories. As I've said, I'm very appreciative of the time we spent with New Mountain Capital. And so it's been a great experience. And for us, it, it's a game changer in that you've got a really talented team that you're blessed to work with, but all of a sudden you've got some really smart people on the periphery who've seen a lot and they help you think differently. And I'm not saying corporations necessarily are not capable of doing so, but as you can appreciate, and you came from a big corporation as well. There's a core business that you have to remain true to. You know, when we were under a deco, it would have been staffing. And while we had great years under a deco, 
as a technology firm, we certainly would not have been the priority. And with private equity, we are certainly the priority for our partners. And so that provides focus. It provides a lot of challenge. And as we've already talked about, it also provides investment. And I love the independence, frankly. It just, it's a very nice position for us to be in and to leverage. And so from my vantage point, private equity has been very good for us. And I believe will continue to be uh, very good for us as well. Yeah, that's a great point. And in my experience on the buy side, like you had mentioned, the, the new investment can oftentimes result in changing the customer experience, especially when acquired technologies become part of bigger suite of a technology company. So with that, how do you see our strategy changing with this acquisition? Okay, good question on strategy. I would say though, based on what you just said about being gobbled up by big companies, we have seen that not just in our industry, but across all industries where where the little guy or the little gal can lose his or her voice. And it, that's not exactly uh, the most comfortable position to be in when you wanna go hard and continue to innovate and drive. To answer your question specifically around strategy, if you have a sound strategy, it shouldn't change in my opinion, based on who buys you. So frankly, our strategy is going to remain the same. Having said that, it will look a little bit different in terms of speed. And that's one of the great learnings I've had from working with private equities. They are all about velocity and speed and going out and trying things and tweaking the system, but focusing on growth and innovation and all that makes organizations successful. So I don't really see any changes in a material way from our strategy. You know, we're going to keep going down the path we've been going. We're a people first business, our technology's people first, our culture is, and of course, the way we look at the market and our clients and partners is the same way. And as you well know, we talk about this a lot in Beeline, this is not just about technology, it's, it's a talent strategy, right? And not for all organizations, it'll get there, but we look at the world as if the non-FTE labor force is an integral part of talent. And of course, technology and that which we bring to bear is an incredible enabler, but you still need the domain expertise of the, the folks that we have in the organization to help organizations actually integrate this into their full-time strategy. So that's the bigger strategy that you well know, because we talk about a lot and that, that's not yeah. changing as a result. It's just going to give us a great opportunity to invest more and speed things up. Yeah. And I think when you talked about Stonepoint and we talk about culture quite a bit at Beeline, mm -hmm. from a Stonepoint perspective, does that, is that a really good cultural fit for us, the Stonepoint capital? It's interesting because you often don't get to choose culture when somebody acquires you. Um, mm. But one of the things that makes me just so excited about this is Stonepoint's got fantastic domain expertise. They really understand the human capital management arena. But more than that, every single interaction, and as you can appreciate, there've been a lot, have been very validating in terms of this is an organization that does believe in people. They believe heavily in their management teams and the operations and the success that we bring to the table. And they don't come in here with a dictatorial perspective. Uh, they really truly believe that they're partners. And I know a lot of people say that, but I've had a lot of touch points and proof points in the last several months and, and they've it's really rung true. So I think from a cultural perspective, that's just, that's an added bonus, right? You don't really necessarily get to choose, as I said, who buys you, but when they do and they happen to have a similar culture, that's fabulous. And we're very fortunate from that regard. So we're able to stay in our own lane. We have a great cultural fit. And I think a lot of people are wondering, what is this going to do to the people aspect of our business? What does this mean for the Beeline employees with this acquisition? Okay. Yeah, fair question. Look, everybody wants to know what, how things impact them. And of course, uh, this organization has some experience years back when we did merge with IT Navigator that we had to go through the dreaded exercise of 
of what they like to call synergy, right? When you have two organizations with overlapping positions and that, that's not fun. And that is typically part of what you see with private equity. But in this case, th there's no synergies to be gained at all. It's all about investment. And so in fact, we've got about, I don't know, 655 employees today. And I think you'll see that increase precipitously with the investment and the acquisitions that I intend to pursue as well in the coming months and years. So it should be perceived, at least from my vantage point, is very good news from the employee base because in some of the areas where we need a little bit of help, the cavalry is coming. And I think that's good for everybody. So my last question, Doug, is probably the one you'll get the most over the, the coming days and weeks. And that's what's ahead for Beeline with this investment? What can the customers expect? Yeah, clearly customers are incredibly important to us. And so we'll be having those conversations directly, but at, at a high level, I think I've already hit on some of these, but just to reiterate speed, the acceleration of our strategic initiatives, which are always focused on our customers so they can get even more value faster. I still think it's important for us to continue to lead in a way that I think we've represented over the last 20 years, whether that's DE&I initiatives and then how we handle that or AI enabled features, better access to talent, you know, just the host of the issues that fall under this talent strategy that I referenced. Um, we think it's important that we're out on the forefront and helping our clients get there. And then of course, there's going to be more investments and that will manifest both from a people perspective, but importantly, also from an acquisition perspective. And I think we're doing a really good job focusing on our core, but there's some exciting areas on the periphery or maybe in the boundaries in between the core and the periphery that I think could be very interesting for us and our clients. So. I would say speed leadership and, and, and added investment are the things that our clients should be thinking about out of uh, this announcement. That's great. I'd like to thank you, Doug, for a great session. It was very informative, insightful, and certainly extremely exciting. So thank you. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate you. Yeah. That concludes the podcast for today. And I thank you all for listening. Be safe and have a great day. You've been listening to CPO Open Mic with Beeline CPO Mike Schiappa. Tune in to each episode every month by following Mike on LinkedIn.